Welcome, weary travelers. You are just in time for another episode of the For Crits and Giggles podcast. I am Kieran Bennett, your dungeon master for this tale, and your brave heroes this evening are Aguila Newman. Hello, you might remember me. Nick Char. Hello, everybody. And he munches the best testicles in all the land. It's Sam Clark. There is a context to that, believe me. There is. It's really, really good, actually. Um, if you send me $5, I'll send you the video. The porn public. Uh, you know, actually, not even that. I, I'll send it to you for free. Can you describe what they taste like, Sam? Uh, cooked like sausages, boiled. Yeah, basically like nutsack. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sam, for the people listening at home uh, who don't inhabit our group chat, do you want to explain the context behind that? Uh, there is a festival that is famous here in New Zealand on the wild west coast of the South Island. Uh, called the Wild Foods Festival, and it's celebrated for all of its weird food, like testicles, and dick on a stick, and snouts, and grubs, and uh, deer semen shots. So I didn't do one of those ones. Oh, no. Whoa, didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, it is a buck wild time to have like a whole bunch of people just clapping and saying, semen shots, (laughs) semen shots. It's a really... Weird place to be in, but there you go. Fucking Thursday night for me. (laughs) (laughs) How do they collect the semen? I did not ask that question. You're sick in the head. (laughs) (laughs) Thought you were a reporter, Sam. Yeah, you gotta ask these these big questions. (laughs) I don't want to look in a man's eyes while he tells me he jacked the deer off. (laughs) (laughs) So was it a deer deer balls that you ate? Uh, lamb's balls. Lamb's balls, lovely. And eight would be a stretch. I bit it and like kind of vomited it out again. Mm. Wow. The trick is probably to tell not to tell you what it is yeah. first. And then... Yeah. I mean, it um, well, is I mean, you, unmistakable. You saw the video. It was pretty unmistakable. Yeah. What that was. It's like a meaty apple. You can't really. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, uh, in case you haven't guessed, this is a uh, fifth edition Dungeons and Dragons real play <laughs> Obviously. podcast. Uh, we record it, you listen to it, and I hope you enjoy it. Um, now, you know, obviously, I've been I've been munching away on too many uh, sheep genitals uh, lately. Uh, and Me too. You know, that, yeah, I right. We have so much in common, um, and you know that stuff really just blasts your memory. So, uh, Aguilan, uh, could you remind me what happened last week? long last our heroes had made it to the starlit rock flying magical repository of knowledge any moment they expected to turn a corner and discover exactly how to steal the golden blade from the golden blade leader of the golden blades alas fate was not so kind as they discovered that Eambulus had not visited the starlit rock for many months and so the council of heavens had placed a moratorium on research not ones to be swayed they harassed the proctor at his job at his house explaining they were on something of a time limit until he promised to take them to the archives of the Starlit Rock. Asking them to wait a little while, our heroes departed and saw the sights. After realizing they had no money and Mordai collecting an eagle feather, they returned to the Proctor's house. Unfortunately, it was there they discovered that the Proctor had been murdered. Our episode drew to a close as they were placed under arrest, and now, for the next episode of Fulcrit's it giggles. The, the three of you, uh, we find you uh, lying on rough wooden benches uh, in a in what can really only be described as a cell. 
uh, in the bottom of the starlit rock. Uh, and around you is sort of dripping mossy stones and the same sort of light orbs that you've seen throughout the tower. But these ones are a little they're a little worse for wear, a little cracked, a little flickery, and a little duller than everything else that you've seen. Uh, and currently the three of you are, are catching a, a little bit of fitful sleep after having been dragged here rather unceremoniously by the guard of the Starlet Rock. And we zoom in on Mordai who is at this moment uh, sleeping with a less than content expression on his face. Uh, And we will go into a dream that he is currently having. And Mordai, this is what you dream. You dream that you're back in your home village. Remind us what that was called again? Mayor something. It's a good thing that while I asked you that question, I remembered. It's called My Step. Uh, yes. Yeah, so close I to- actually thought you were about to say Mordai Town. <laughs> <laughs> Why it's My Stick, of course. I would never forget such a detail about my amazing history. No, you would you would never. So you find yourself in the in the village of My Stick, uh, down south uh, in the Annis. And uh, Unfortunately, it's less than peaceful. As you look around, uh, the houses and shops and establishments in the village uh, are actually on fire. They're, they're on fire. They're being burned to the ground. Uh, and the people that you grew up with, uh, not peacefully, but uh, the people that you grew up with, the less, are, are running, screaming through the village as hooded tieflings, uh, trimmed with golden robes, run through the village putting the villagers to the sword and you you find yourself walking through the village and you eventually make it to the village square which is dominated by this large church a a rather unpleasant place in your memories and in front of the church is a figure in shining golden armor wielding a sword made of equally resplendent gold and standing in front of this figure is a young woman with long, luscious, black raven hair. Your mother. And she stares you in the eyes. She turns to the golden blade and walks directly into his sword. Damn. You awake, drenched in sweat. Uh, what I was going to look around and see if we can find his friends. Uh, they're, 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 they're sleeping in the cell next to you. Poe, like, despite how uncomfortable this whole thing is, just looks so happy and is like... Mithras is uh, not asleep at all and kind of sees Poe kind of uncomfortably... Uh, did you, are you sitting up right now? What are you doing? What are you... Uh, I'm sitting up, yeah. Okay, sitting up just kind of turns to towards... Um, Mordai. Oh, did I say Poe? Oh, sorry. Um, and just says, hey, Don't man. Don't worry, everybody does it. <laughs> you okay? Ah, uh, just, just a bad dream. Ah, uh, yeah. Get them all the time. So, have you made any progress on our escape route out of this place? Ah. Uh, not yet, to be honest. And then Mithras is going to get up and just kind of go to the, I assume the, uh, was it uh, Metal Bars? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the the it, it's kind of like a, a an open plan kind of area, okay. but like there's a bunch of like different kind of like large cells um, with like big like thick iron bars. 
Okay. Any guards or? Uh, no, that's uh, so d- directly kind of in front of uh, the the main like wall, I guess, quote unquote, uh, of your cell. Uh, it, directly in front of that is like a sort of little open area where like people can kind of move around, and then there's a door uh, and like a, a light is kind of shining underneath the underneath the door. But no, there's there's no guards in here at the moment. Okay, I'm just gonna inspect the the door, and the bars, and see if there's any anything loose, anything. That can be jiggled around, or perhaps yeah, sure. Uh, make make an investigation check. Sure. Uh, just while he's doing that, do we still have any of our stuff? Uh, you have like your clothes, but you don't have like you don't have your weapons or anything. Do I have my the slime? Do you have your slime? Yes. Uh, where was the slime kept? It was in my special barrel. I forget what it's called. Barrel of holding or something like that. Oh, yeah, the uh, the barrel of, of friendship. That one, yes. It would be reasonable to assume that in a uh, repository of magical knowledge, they would recognize and <laughs> take away your magical items. Even my slime in a barrel. Well, then pose naked. <laughs> <laughs> well, are, are your clothes magical? Um, yeah, because I have uh, the, the bound nunchucks to my... Um, Remember, I can like reach anywhere in my robes and pull the nunchucks out. Oh, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Why did I? Why did I let you do that? Um, <laughs> <laughs> too late. Uh, no. Okay. Well, no. Poe would not be naked. So yeah, I guess Poe. I guess Poe has a pair of nunchucks. Yeah, but no slime. Uh, uh, no slime. No. Um, that would be a two. A two on your on your investigation. Yeah. So um, I'm, yeah I'm these bars seem I'm like quite tired. Yeah, they're they're so solid. They're just they're thick lads, really. Like you just, you know, surely only the strongest in the whole world could break through here. Certainly oh, not someone like yourself. Without without moving from his sleeping position, goes. My advice: just get some rest. A little patience goes a long way. Don't you want to get out of here? He doesn't respond. My mistress, just feeling quite tired, goes back to to the wooden bench and lies down. Am I able to at all use my druid powers? No, we were quite clear that you were giving them up before. <laughs> all of them. I'm not going to go back on that. <laughs> Maybe we just wait this one out. Uh, a short moment after you lie back down, uh, the door... Uh, oh, the door at the at the end of the the room uh, clicks open, and a small squad of guards uh, walk in. And one and one at the front uh, sort of raps on the bars. Uh, and it, even though like two of you are quite plainly awake, uh, and only one of you is sleeping, and even then he's sleeping, sitting up. Uh, he raps on the bars. And he says, "Hey, wake up!" Sergeant um, Monkton would like to speak to all of you about the crime you've committed. That wasn't us. Pose, uh, so he's sleeping in his like kind of meditative uh, state, and he just kind of like casually rolls forward and and then stands up to his feet, and uh, and then he opens his eyes and says, "I'm sure you hear this all the time, but there's been a misunderstanding." Funny you should say that. I do hear quite often that this has been a misunderstanding and I have to be honest I've never believed it any excuses the three of you might have you can say for the sergeant post miles wide this is the first time for everything 
yeah, I'm sure there is, but it's uh, not that it's going to be this time. So let's go, everybody. Hop on up and hang on. And I, I have a barrel that was on my person. It has my medication in it, and I really need it. My asthma. <laughs> Am I able to get that back, please, sir? Uh, what, what what was the what was the condition? Uh, I have I have um, green skin, but you quite clearly don't. That's because, because of my barrel. medication. Thank it's you. highly contagious. It's gonna flare up, man. Uh, roll a deception. <laughs> oh, that's <Nat> witty. <laughs> okay, okay, all right, fair, fair. Uh, okay, so the so the the, gu- the guard who wasn't meant to do anything goes. Um, oh, uh, okay. Uh, I mean, look, obviously, uh, uh, considering what's what's been happening uh, down south, uh, you know, I don't want to really, I don't want to take any chances. So um, I'll I'll make sure that that that, that gets to you uh, in, in a little bit. But for now, I, I I have to get you I have to get you guys over to to see the sergeant. But I I, I promise soon as I possibly can. You, you'll get that barrel, all right? Mithras kind of walks up to Mordai and puts his hand over his over his forehead and goes, oh, I, don't, I don't know. He's he's burning up already. It's it's, it's not looking thing. good. And if, if we stay too close to him for too long, we're all going to get green skin. And have you seen what green skin does to, a, to, to someone? I really need that medication, man. Uh, okay, Mithras, roll a deception as well. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> You can roll with you can roll with advantage because he already believes about this bullshit well, thing. I got a seventeen on the first one. Is that good? Ah, uh, yeah, all right. Okay, so <clears throat> okay, so 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 what so what he does is he uh, he he whacks one of the guards next to him on the chest and he goes, "You go get, go get the barrel. I'll, I'll I'll take I'll take these guys to to the sergeant and, and you you meet us there with the barrel. All right." And the and the and the other guard goes, "Oh, right, right, right away, Captain," and he and he and he, and he runs off. Um, Poe uh, stands at the gate and, and sort of offers his uh, his hands with with wrists together. Okay, all right. So yeah, so they uh, they they kind of they clap your wrists together with uh, with cuffs and they and they take you away uh, into like a uh, sort of like, honestly it's kind of like a waiting room that you'd find at like a dentist office, you know, with like some nice chairs that you can sit in and, and kind of wait. Uh, and there's a, a door uh, on the, on the other, on one side of the room. Um, and there's like an inoffensive painting of like a landscape, you know, it's, it's, it's fine, I guess, you know? Yeah. If you like that kind of thing. Um, and so, so what we're going to do is we're, we're kind of going to do like some, some little like interrogation scenes, but we'll, we'll be jumping back between the three of you. Uh, if you're if you're if you're willing to kind of play ball here, I ain't telling you shit. <laughs> uh, okay, so we're we're gonna we're gonna start with Poe. We're gonna start with Poe if that's all right. Okay. So this so it's, it's it's the same scene for the three of you. You're sitting at a at a plain wooden table uh, across uh, across the table from you is uh, a man, a, a big a big dude. He's he's a he's a big man, uh, and and he's got like a sort of a, a very uh, not not a thick bushy beard, but like a solid beard like you could you could crack nuts on this beard uh and he's got like a, a big kind of poofy hat and he's got the same kind of like puffed out that's, silk that's offensive sorry he's got a he's got a large gay hat <laughs> <laughs> uh and he's got the same like puffed out silks uh, uh silk kind of like top and and pants as, as all the rest of the guards um uh, very Aladdin, uh, let's, let's be honest here. Not that your characters would make the connection, but we would all make the connection. Very Aladdin. 
Uh, and uh, and so he's he's sitting across the table from you. And Poe, what's what's really weird is he is he has like this little folder kind of thing, like a like a uh, like a scroll kind of thing that you've never really seen before. Mm-hmm. And inside is a charcoal drawing of you, but it's you from multiple years ago in in Kinharian military gear. You don't know where this has come from, but he has it. And he kind of flips through a few little sheaves of paper and then he, he looks up at you and he says, Poe, or I suppose should I say, First Captain Chen. It's a long time since someone's called me that. Yes, I, I do imagine so. A discharged from the High Kinharian Imperial Forces with honors. You must have committed uh, some gallant action to achieve that. Uh, do tell. Oh, now that was many years ago. Well, I was, uh, as, as the city guard, uh, often tasked with escorting VIPs and, and the royal family. Um, when we were, we were ambushed um, a short ways out of the city, the raiders, well, they, they were smart. They, they took down the horses first. The royal carriage lost uh, all of their animals and and uh, most of my colleagues, they lost their steeds too. Mine was the only one, or well, one of the few left standing. I could have left. It looked pretty hopeless. But I put the king and queen on my horse and it rode off and me and the the, the guardsmen stood and fought. We would have all been slaughtered, but without the king and queen there, they didn't really bother. They just left us alone. Uh, he's uh, he kind of shuffles through a few more pieces of paper, uh, looks up and and uh, sort of his head tilts to one side as though he's sort of considering you, and he, and he says, "And yet here you are now, roaming across the countryside with her." An elf and a tiefling, and embroiled in a plot against the Starlit Rock. How the mighty have fallen, don't you say? It almost seems like someone of my character and my stature wouldn't do this. Yes, which also makes it more, even more curious that you're travelling with a member of the Golden Blades. Um, racist? It, he's not. Yeah, interesting. And so we're going to go to uh, Mordai now. Uh, and the and the and the sergeant says, "So tell me, I, I do find it curious. Why would you come to the Starlet Rock, uh, your your group here? What exactly is it that you hope to achieve? We hope to avoid a war and much much slaughter by committing murder. That seems a uh, no, no see, face you've, logic. Got it, you've got it a bit mixed up. That wasn't that wasn't us, eh? You make a compelling case. I mean, I don't want to tell you to do your job, but uh, maybe you should try talk to the actual killer. Yes. Now, see, the the curious thing is that I can't quite pinpoint which one of you three is it, but I do it's, have it's my us. suspicions. I do have my suspicions, and we'll cut to Mithras. So. Looking here, I have to wonder, really, why are you traveling 
with the two of them. Hailing from a rich western city, from a good family as well. A very good family, in fact. You could have everything you ever wanted. Why leave? Why get involved in such unpleasant matters? Well, in such a wealthy family, your your whole life is set up in front of you already. You have no control. You're supposed to live your life a certain way, act a certain way. That life was not meant for me. So He's rubbing uh, two fingers together. And then he says, can you hear that? It's the tiniest violin that I'm playing for you right now. Well, if you don't believe me, then... Oh, no, no, I believe you. I just have no sympathy for you whatsoever, considering what you've decided to do with your life. Uh, and he uh, pulls uh, a broken arrow uh, out from underneath the table, and he says, rather curious that we found this embedded in uh, Proctor Paralysis' favorite furniture fixing. That was my favorite structure in the building. <laughs> he asked for a display of power of showmanship. So. He sits back in his chair. Now, come now, please. Don't don't tell such bold-faced lies. The, the proctor abhors violence entirely. He's, he's the stick in the mud. Fine. But where did you say you found it? In his favorite fixing. So not... In the Proctor. No, but I can only assume that... And he re- he reaches under the table again and pulls out your quiver of arrows, which isn't quite full, because obviously you've been using them. Uh, and he says, There appear to be a few more missing here. I don't understand what sort of magic you've used, but it is entirely potential that we're looking at the murder weapon. Well, if you're a person who's been traveling as much as we have you do come across some dangerous animals and and people so naturally along the way you end up using some of your supply yes interesting now it is entirely possible that in my notes and he turns to the back of the folder that he has on you uh and he's sort of like running his fingers down the page it's entirely possible that in my notes here i could just pick up my quill and say that the proctor was killed by arrow fire, that we found his body peppered with elvish-made arrows, that he resembled no more than a pincushion. I could write that. Unless, of course, you're willing to come up with more relevant information for me. Perhaps what really happened to the proctor. Perhaps how he was poisoned? Hmm? And he sort of looks at you, like, very meaningfully. Poisoned? Yes, perhaps you perhaps you know something about that. Do I look like someone who would use poison to dispatch of yes. someone? Yes, yes. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna go to Poe. But nevertheless, awfully shameful that someone of your honorable past would commit to using poison on a man. I've given up a certain way uh there's uh there was a lot of killing um righteous and otherwise in in the past but not once look at me not once did i use poison 
on a man. There's more honor than that. Hmm. Well, I suppose that desperate times call for desperate measures, and that even a man such as yourself could suspend his honor. My honor's not really for suspension these days. Uh, he uh, shuffles through some of the paper and stops on a particular detail, puts his finger under a, under a line and says, yes, these days it's not. Uh, and then we go to Mordai. Uh, and uh, the sergeant has both hands under the table and, uh, and, and he says, now, very quickly, I would like to ask you a question, more of a formality, really. What do you know of poison? Uh, not much. I know some herbal remedies and, and medicines, but don't know much about the poisoning side of things. Interesting, interesting. A, a, a man such as yourself, a one connected to nature, doesn't know anything of poison? I, well, I mean, I never really used any, to be fair. Strange, strange. Now, do, do mind if I do mind if I tell you? Do mind if I tell you a detail of this particular incident, one that you no doubt yourself already know? But let us play out. Let us play out the game. Hmm? Does, does that sound? I'd rather just go away. Not an option, I'm afraid. Now, you <laughs> see, the proctor was killed with a rather strong and deadly poison, the kind that melts the organs from the inside, the kind that hasn't been seen for many years, the kind rather specific to the god of disease. Mm-hmm. Don't suppose you'd know anything about that, would you? Uh, me, personally? No. I'm, I'm more of a, uh, a nature guy, as you said. Interesting, interesting. It is simply fascinating, the number of lies and stories that one's mind will commit to in order to maintain innocence and to maintain a certain fiction. Uh, and he uh, brings out uh, from underneath the table a single eagle feather and he says at the beginnings of a druidic charm, if I'm not mistaken by the pulsations coming off it, why would you not have a, a complete druidic charm? I, uh, I had to give it up. Yes. Yes, you did, didn't you? And he wraps his fingers on the table and a guard walks in with something wrapped in a cloth. And then he unpeels it and he plops on the table, Blight Star, your poison sword. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Yo, uh, that's, <laughs> that's my sword. I've never seen that Blight Star in my life. <laughs> I was holding it for a friend. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's mine. Yeah, so rather... And then he kind of, like, pulls it out a bit and the sword's, like, glowing green and you hear a voice in your head. Hey, are we, we going to uh, spread some disease right now? Is that what we're going to do? Uh, not now, Blightstar. <laughs> he, he clicks the sword closed and the voice disappears. Yes, yeah, so I suppose you... I suppose you would have heard some sort of communication just then wouldn't you at least that's what our that's what our initial analysis is, is showing so you don't have an explanation for why the three of you arrive on the rock and then merely less than a day later one of our highest officials is killed with poison 
and one of you is carrying a poison sword. Do you understand the line of logic I'm pursuing here? How do you know it's a poison sword? How do you know it's not my druidic healing sword? Uh, he pulls open the sword and there's like a poison dripping off the sword. <laughs> uh, that's actually healing dripping off the sword. If you just take a closer look. I thought you were going to say taste out. I thought you were going to attack <laughs> the man inside an interrogation. <laughs> uh, he, he clicks the sword close again and he says, no, yes, we've already taken a closer look and we're not particularly keen to repeat the experience. It's because you need trained hands. It's bound to me. I'm the one that knows the secrets of the healing sword. Thank you very much. You can't just go around with things you don't understand. It's hardly my fault. Something tells me that it is rather your fault. You and your friends have fed me some rather interesting stories today. And I have to admit I've been rather entertained. But I feel that I know all that I need to know. Really? And he, and he, and he raps on the table uh, again, and uh, a guard comes in to, and takes uh, and takes Blightstar away. Oh, <laughs> my friend! I think I have my barrel here. Oh, sorry. I honestly, I totally forgot about that, that detail. Uh, but uh, yeah, as as you're as you're kind of as he, as someone is taking out Blightstar, uh, someone comes in with the. Uh, with the barrel and, and gives it to you. Um, and, uh, and so the, the sergeant kind of wraps up and, and finishes with you and, and, and writes down some final notes and, uh, and the three of you get taken back to your, uh, to your, to your cell, uh, and, and the guards kind of leave you alone for a second. Uh, and, and, you know, roll, 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 roll play that, roll play that out for me when you guys get back to your prison cell. Um, so they think, did you guys hear some stories about this guy being poisoned? He just talked to me about my past the whole time. It was kind of weird. He's found my uh, arrow that I shot. That, was, that probably wasn't a good idea. Yeah, that probably good. wasn't. Yeah, it yeah. wasn't probably your greatest actually hurt him. Yeah, that's what I said. Did he find it in the body? No. So, you know. Okay, let's put our heads together for one <laughs> second. What do we know? He was poisoned. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wasn't us. It wasn't us. Um, they think it's us. One of Mithras's arrows were there. Did anyone get told anything else? Well, it doesn't seem like they have all that much evidence. Where would we think- even get poison from? Uh, they seem to believe my sort of healing is somehow a sort of poisoning. Uh, you and mean- they're trying to... Your poison sword, the one I said not to get, that one? Yeah, that one. That's the one, Poe. Oh, well, that looks bad for us. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's not good. Hmm. Anyway, maybe we should try and get out of here then. Sick of these cages. We're always in cages. We, is it just me? We're always in cages. We're in the Starlit Rock. There's not far we can run. Yeah, mm. I agree. Let's just... And we also need to be here. Let's wait. Let's wait it out. Also, remind me, where were we at the time of the murder? We were just hanging around. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you walking guys were just around. Like hanging around. Didn't we follow you up to the top of a hill? Yeah, I got an eagle feather. And yeah. We came back. Sting like a bee, float like an eagle. Take me to the greater lands, Buwakasha. 
<laughs> Do we pass anyone? Oh, we talked to a guy. I was talking to a guy, trying to get um, <laughs> trying to get knowledge on my greatsword, and he refused me because I had no money. Hello there, sir. Oh, sir, we are talking more in the realm of <laughs> five hundred gold. I'm calling the guard, sir. Oh we've, yeah, the we've vendor. We've got an alibi. Yeah, I'll give you a favor or whatever. Yeah. Oh my god. Sick. Good thinking. All right. Now we wait for the guy to come back. You hear, you hear a, a, a tapping uh, on the on the wall opposite the the door to your cell, like a. Uh, Poe just like knocks on the nearest thing, like the same. I mean, can you like hear me or what? Hello. Hi. Oh, uh, hello, hello, hello. Um, are you guys okay? Are are you guys all right? Other than being in a cell. I looks at the other two. We're fine. Shrugs all around. Uh, you you hear the voice like it, it seems like it's a little bit further away, and then you hear like uh, you know, yeah, they, they are. They're, they're they're fine. They're 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 all right. And then uh, you you hear uh, another uh, deeper voice uh, go, "Oh, by the gods, that that is that is a relief. That is a relief. I I'm, I'd hope this would have led us to the right place." And then uh, one of the bricks. Uh, in the back hall kind of pushes its way out and then with a falls to the ground and then uh, this uh, sort of like a couple more bricks get pushed out and then you see peering back at you uh, from a hole in the in the back wall of your cell uh, you see a certain guard that you met mere moments after you arrived at the Starlet Rock. Oh cool. Uh, and just below his head, very short, very small, uh, a bear four feet tall, almost like a, a, a mini man, is the proctor. Um, <laughs> you're meant to be dead. Um, uh, yeah, no, I, I, I suppose, I suppose I am, or, um, aren't what I? What I runs over and nudges Poe and goes, but we're very glad you're not. Uh, but we're glad you're not, because if you were, we wouldn't have done it. You know, you know that, right? Yeah, you know, we're not. Oh yeah, no, I, I, I'm, yeah, I'm, t- I'm totally aware. It was, it was super not you guys. I, I, I know that. And, um, well, it appears it was super not anyone. Oh, oh no, no, no! I was, I was, I was still killed. I, my, 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 my outside shell, uh, is, is dead. It is a hundred percent dead. There is, there is, unfortunately, no way for me to ever return to that. I am cursed to remain uh, a miniature human with multiple heads for the rest of my life. That is okay. a tragedy. I mean, I mean, there's, there's worse, worse things to be. Okay, let me um, tell you. We should probably have this conversation somewhere else. Poe looks nervously over his uh, shoulder. Are we going or staying? Oh. Yeah, no, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. I'll, I'll explain. Uh, I'll, I'll explain on the way. We, we, sh- we should be all right. Uh, you notice the the guard has like a big pack on his back, uh, and he swings it over, and he's like, "Oh, I took the liberty of uh, picking up all your uh, stuff there, gents." Uh, I have to say, when I heard about your arrest, I immediately thought it was uh, something a little bit uh, suspicious up there. You know, the sergeant's uh, 
he's a good man at heart, but he's uh, he's a bit keen sometimes. You know what I mean? Just yeah, one thing before we go. Uh, well, if you know we're innocent and you're not dead, why are we escaping? Um. Well, uh, technically speaking, uh, a murder was committed. But you could tell them it's not us. Uh, okay. Um. Listen. Uh. I don't. I don't really want to. I don't want to drag workplace politics into this, but um, I'm going to be really straight with you guys. Is that all right? Uh, yeah, do it fast. Oh, yeah, sure, right. Uh, the sergeant hates me and wants me to die. So did the sergeant kill you? Uh, no, no, he didn't, actually. It would be kind of poetic if he did. Um, okay, let's no, go. He, he, he would definitely yep, prefer if I was dead. Let's go, and uh, Poe starts pushing other bricks up. Uh, okay, so uh, you guys, like push a bunch of bricks out of the way and there's there's like a uh it's it's almost like there there used to be a hallway here and it's just been bricked up uh so you uh, you are able to uh uh continue on down this uh hallway for uh for a little while and it kind of uh ends up curving around uh and you you come out uh into sort of like a, a big uh, a big square um it's sort of similar to the market square that you guys were in uh previously and uh and, and often off to off to like the right is uh, a, a big kind of imposing sort of building, uh, sort of very squat that seems to sort of be built into the base of the Starlet Rock, uh, and uh, and uh, the the guard uh, uh, turns to you guys and he's kind of uh, he reaches into the bag and he's like and he's passing out uh, your your equipment and your and your belongings, uh, and and he says, oh somehow uh, the proctor it was uh, it was it was kind enough to um, to re- to retrieve a lot of your uh, retrieve a lot of your items, uh, so uh, you know I not want to really look, look a gift horse in the mouth, um, and he sort of passes it all uh, passes it all back to you. Um, Mordai's gonna unsheath Blightstar just a little bit, just enough mm-hmm. to talk to him. Blightstar. Um, oh yeah, you you, uh, you ready to spread some disease there? Hang on, not just now. Did you go ahead and poison someone without me knowing? Oh no, I'd never, uh, I'd never poison someone without the permission of the master. Yes, uh, you, of course. Thank you, Blightstar. I thought so. I just wanted to touch. You know, not a worry, not not a worry there, mate. Hey, my star, you're doing a great job. Oh, thanks. And hey, she's in again. I love you. <laughs> Olive. <laughs> um, uh, you, you know, you know, Proctor, uh, the Proctor, looking uh, rather, uh, rather nervous, uh, nervously around. What, the? Uh, what are we doing? Um. Oh, yeah. Right. Uh, so, um, you, you, you guys. Um, okay, so we, we we probably we probably need to, to get away from uh, to get away from here. Um, uh, I know you guys didn't really com- didn't really do it, but um, is it alright if we just go back to my place? Because uh, you know, why would you return to the scene of the crime twice? Would there be no guards sense. there or people investigating? Um, no, uh, I, I'm already I'm already dead, so to speak. Well, what do we need there? We have literally nowhere else to go. <laughs> That's true. Fine. Uh, there, there's nothing that we really, really need there, but there's some things that I need to tell you. And uh, honestly, I'd prefer not to do it right in front of um, the uh, headquarters of a man who would really rather prefer that I'm dead. Absolutely, okay. lead the way. You guys, after a little while, uh, make it back to uh, make it back to the Proctor's place, uh, and you find yourself uh, in uh, in in his house, uh, and, he, and he's sitting there, and, and Greg's kind of like looking out the window every so often, uh, and. Uh, 
And the proctor says, Uh, okay, so, um, I, I know you guys didn't commit the murder, but, um, it, it, it was... Uh, and he looks, and he looks at Mordai. And I really don't mean anything by this, but it was a member of the Golden Blades. Why are you looking at me for? <laughs> well, I'm sorry, I, I just, I, you know, I didn't, I didn't want to, um... Uh, I, and, he, and he starts looking very distressed and there's like a, a really weird look in his eyes and then he goes no 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 I'm not I'm not gonna do it I'm not gonna do it I'm gonna stay with one head this time Whew. all right okay well it seems like we have mutually beneficial objectives here somebody killed you from the golden blades and we are in a way trying to destroy the golden blades so if you can provide us the information we need thematically we'll be fixing both our problems uh not sure that thematically is the right word but all right uh i can't provide you with the knowledge that you need immediately because i i, I mean a i don't really know what you want and and b i i i'm not just a i'm not a library personified i can't just tell you things what is it that you need to know what? remember we asked you yesterday we need information on the golden blade specifically how to remove the golden blade from the golden blade okay right so you're talking about a very very powerful magical artifact here and i i just i just don't know that kind of information library um, powers go <laughs> yeah i'm not asking you i'm asking you to search it Pose says writing his composure <laughs> okay um look that that sort of information isn't just available on the street but there is somewhere that we can go um, oh like the starlet <laughs> like the starlet rock look I'm, I'm trying to be helpful all right i just got murdered earlier today sorry i i know it must be stressful it, it was have you ever been murdered Attempted. Excuse my friend here. He gets a bit heated. Um, what I brings out a glass of water and he goes, "Sorry, what were you saying about the the golden blade?" Wow, thanks for getting me a glass of water in my own house. That's that's really strong of you. And he, hey, don't mention. We had a help. He he, he he sips it. Uh, he says, "Okay, so, um, the pl- okay, so the place that we're gonna go, it's a little bit under lockdown. It's a little bit dangerous, uh, but it is uh, the personal desk." Of Eambulus himself. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, yeah, we should probably leave here, though, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, no, I, I just didn't want to have to have this conversation in front of, you know, a, a guard station, essentially. No, I mean, we could just go to a Eambulus's house. Yeah, can uh, you get us there now? Uh, yeah, yeah, I can, I can, I can take you there. Uh, uh Greg, what's it look like outside? Uh, and Greg uh, is kind of look, looking outside. You know, he's sort of watching the street, and uh, and he turns and he says, uh, "Not that I'd like to put a damper on the proceedings, but I think that maybe we should uh, potentially uh, get a move on, as they say, and uh, head on out right now." Cool. Uh, po- po goes to the window. Uh, you see, uh, making their way up the Starlit Rock, uh, an entire troop of guards. Let's bounce. Finally, some <laughs> uh, action. <laughs> uh, okay, so um, I don't want to use my I don't want to use my, uh, my 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 fancy keys directly to get us there because uh, then they'll know exactly where we are. Oh my god, uh, do something! 
<laughs> I'm sorry. I'm. No, no, no. I'm again, Proctor. I'm giving you a choice. I'm giving you a choice. Do you want to go through the Hall of Scrolls or the Potion Vault? Uh, both scrolls, are kind of dangerous. Okay, okay. So he takes you. He takes you out the back of the house, and he like the door swings open. <laughs> Beneath you is uh, the. The, the open middle of the Starlet Rock uh, and there's some chains uh, hanging down and uh, and he's like uh, look I'm sorry we're just gonna have to, to to swing across here I know it's kind of I know it's kind of stupid and he looks at Poe uh, <laughs> uh, but we're, we're just gonna have to go for it uh, and uh, and so you, you guys uh, sw- swing across uh, just as the guards uh, make their way uh, up to the Proctor's house uh, and uh, and you cross over the other side and he takes you up a lift uh, some pleasant elevated music plays for a moment. Uh, and then you get out. And, uh, and, and he, 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 ta- he takes you to a wall. Uh, and it's sort of covered in like some crazy runes and stuff like that. And he, and he sort of uh, presses a few bits and pieces. And he, and he says, okay, look, I really want to emphasize here how dangerous this is going to be. I'm really sorry in advance. Uh, and he opens uh, and he opens the door. Uh, and you, you step through. And there's like a, a brief flash of light. And then you find yourself in this enormous vaulted hallway, like larger than any sort of reasonable hallway should be. Uh, And it is made entirely, entirely out of scrolls. Uh, Everything in this entire place, like they're, you know, it's kind of like the keys in Harry Potter. You know, if we're just sort of continuing the the, the theme here where there's like scrolls (laughs) flapping around all over the place. Uh, and, and, he, and he says, uh, look, okay, so we just, all we have to do is get through here uh, without dying horribly. Uh, and then you notice that you're standing on the edge of a platform that is made of scrolls. Uh, but just beyond that, it drops off. And underneath there's a writhing sea of scrolls. Uh, and then you see something move underneath the sea of scrolls. Uh, and then suddenly break the surface and this this horrible monster that seems to be all fangs and scales and uh, fins breaks the surface of the water uh, and then cl- and goes back down in again uh, and, uh, and, he, and he looks to you uh, and he kind of shrugs and he says and some of the early sorcerers and wizards here were very paranoid about protecting some of their knowledge and um so some areas of the Starlet Rock are a little, um, well, they're a little dangerous, but, um, uh, you guys are capable, right? Uh, and we're just going to do like, we're going to do like a, we're going to do like a skill challenge, one one <laughs> might call it, if you wanted to assign it, uh, if you wanted to assign it a name. We're really uh, so, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and so sort of like uh, around you, like you're on a platform uh, and then sort of like out across this uh, sort of writhing mass of scrolls, there's like... Uh, floating bookshelves and uh, sort of like lumps of scrolls floating through the air but most of this place is taken up by this roiling sea of paper uh, and this uh, incredible monster that seems to be roaming through it what do you do? is the floating bookshelves or is there anyone that's like jumping distance? Uh, are any of them within jumping distance? yeah within jumping distance uh that's a good question. Uh, high or low for favorable result? Low. All right. Yeah, a hundred percent. There's actually there's one that is super close to you. You can probably get there quite easily. Okay, Mithras is just gonna jump for it. 
Uh, okay, so you you you, you jump for it, and I'll, I'll get you to make an acrobatics check. Sixteen. Sixteen. Oh yeah, e- e- easy peasy. You managed to um to, to to jump over to this bookshelf, and it and it uh, it it sort of sinks a little bit with your with your weight and, and continues kind of like lazily uh, floating along and uh, did, what, did, what did the other two of you do? Uh, I was going to look to the proctor and say this is what? Hallway of scrolls are there any useful scrolls we can use? Um, uh, that, that's really that really depends. Um, I mean I guess technically all of these scrolls are, are, are readable. Um, uh, Mordo's just going to grab one flying past and say what about this one? Are you going to read it? Sure. Uh, Morde holds it out <laughs> okay. in front of the doctor. Uh, Hold takes okay. uh, Morde's lead and grabs another one and reads, reads that. Oh, God, you guys are really fucking with me tonight. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, Morde, uh, high or low for magic? Ooh, uh, low. Okay. Uh, Poe, high or low for magic? Hi. All right. Wow. Okay. So both of you realize that you have picked up volumes one and two uh, of uh, Mrs. Hyacinth's Lustful Escapade, which is a famous <laughs> elven erotic poem. Mithras, you're going to want to check this out. <laughs> Poe blushes a little bit and lets his fly on. Uh, okay. So. Behind you, uh, you hear uh, some yelling, uh, and the the door that you came through begins to uh, begins to glow, and sections of it start to, to slide apart. Did the creature react after I had jumped on the bookshelf? Or does it seem to notice? It doesn't. It doesn't seem to. It seems to still be swimming through the uh, swimming through the wall. Okay, so Mithras shouts out to the others, "Try and try and jump onto the bookshelves." It doesn't seem to. Yeah, okay. I was gonna do it too, mate. And both both of you, uh, I, what are you gonna do as well? Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, Greg, Greg, Greg will jump over as well. He'll, he'll pick up the proctor and, okay. and jump over as well. Twenty-one, easy. Oh shit, uh, seven. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, Poe, Poe, Greg, uh, and the proctor all easily jump over to this bookshelf. Uh, as Morda is jumping over, his foot slips on a piece of <laughs> scroll, uh, and he and he sort of like does ah, and he's like reaching out, uh, and as as he's reaching out, uh, what are the two of you going to do to try and save him? Poe po reaches into one sleeve, um, and and pulls out uh, some nunchucks, and and sort of whips them down so that he's got a longer reach uh, for him to grab. Okay, Mithras, do you want to assist him in, in any way? Uh, Mithras just grabs his bow and kind of puts it down as well for a bit of extended reach. You have my bow and my nunchucks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, so as 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 Mordai sails through the air and he, and he grabs onto this pair of nunchucks and a bow, uh, the, the wall behind you uh, collapses inwards and a, and a, a troop of guards uh, sp- Crambers into the hallway of scrolls, uh, and immediately noting what you're doing, they uh, jump on uh, their own bookshelves, uh, and uh, some of the guards uh, bring out these uh, small glowing gems, and they sort of hold them out, and they begin to emit light, and the bookshelves begin to slowly putter through the air towards you. What are you going to do? Uh, so ours isn't moving. Uh, your, yours is kind of like 
drifting like something would like, like something would drift in a zero gravity environment like it, it it's moving and it is slowly moving across but theirs is moving faster than yours uh, uh can we like swim it <laughs> like what like what happens when we like move on the bookcase uh nothing really seems to like it like it, it oh. doesn't you know it, it's not like you're swimming through water is what I was wondering uh, um uh Morda, do, do you have any powers left? Uh, so get this. Morda's gonna yell, shoot the gems, Mithras. <laughs> Mithras grabs the proctor and puts his arm around his neck and shows him to the other guys and says, we have the proctor. <laughs> Put the gems down. Okay, make an intimidation drop. 20, bitch. 20 yeah all right all right nice uh yeah so uh some some of some of the some of the guards go like, oh, oh he's he, oh, he's got the prop oh no and and some some of them put their gems down but uh, a couple of the um gruffer and meaner looking ones uh basically go like who cares and uh they <laughs> like they they can they continue on anyway uh so wait. you 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 managed to trim their numbers but some of them are still coming towards you uh is there another uh floating bookshelf like closer to us or like something floating in the air closest to us yeah yeah sure there's like a there's a lump of scrolls that have all kind of like collected together so uh what i was going to try and use thorn whip grab onto it and like uh-huh. pull us towards it Ooh. oh sweet all right uh yeah make a like make a, a, a kind of check or something <laughs> five i rolled uh, no that's not that's not true is it? i rolled a one and i added my wisdom but it's a one it's a one it's a one Okay, yeah, all right. Yeah, one, one is one. Okay, so, so you, you, you uh, I don't know. You, you, you describe it to me. You, how, how does, how does it fuck up? Uh, I, I get the best of whip, and it looks really cool, right? My hair's going everywhere, and I whip it out to the scrolls, and the scrolls just explode and flutter away. <laughs> okay, uh, Poe, what are you, what are you, what are you doing? I'm a guy who punches. I'm so <laughs> fucking limited. Um, you know what, what I'm gonna do? The, the, the scrolls. Let your imagination run wild. Uh, yeah. Stop throwing scrolls. The scrolls are like water, right? Yeah. Yeah. Are you ready for a callback? Yeah, sure. Um, wait. Um, I'm still holding on to Agilin via nunchuck, aren't I? Uh, I, I mean, I, I assume you pulled him up. I, I, yeah. I, okay. I, I think, yeah, yeah, I we, think we, that, that went without saying. Um... Poe is going to reach into his sleeve and pull out the bag of wheat bits. Oh shit! Oh my god! Fuck! I totally forgot about that. Yeah, I think that's this is like episode ten or something. <laughs> yeah, fuck! That was ages, the bag man. of wheat bits. Uh, if people don't remember what that was, I think we said it's it's like a small bag of powder uh, that can be used to like instantly dry up liquid. Right? <laughs> right? It was actually yeah, it, was, it was called the bag of dryers, wasn't it? Something yeah, it's like a Oh bag yeah, of and then I called it the bag of wheat bags. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. So Poe's going to um experimentally open the bag and just pour out a little bit and see if it has any effect on the pool of scrolls. Uh oh gosh, okay. <laughs> okay, you know sometimes yeah, sometimes you want your players to roll for things, and sometimes you're like, "That's just a fucking cool idea." Okay, so uh, we're gonna say uh, you sort of you, like you pour it in, 
uh, and like it, it dries up a section of the, the scrolls, and like they kind of like they, they crumble and go. Cool, dry. that's good enough. He's dumping the whole bag. <laughs> but, <laughs> the the bag is small though, right? Isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's it's it's, it's a fistful. Okay, I, but I mean, like, is okay. Well, yeah, Poe like, has yeah. Poe has no idea how deep this pool of scrolls goes, but yeah. Fuck it. I'm gonna do it. <laughs> okay, alright, alright, okay. We're, we're, gonna, we're gonna go a bit buck wild here. This, I hope you're alright with that. So, okay, so you, so you dump this entire bag of wheat mix uh, into uh, in, into the, the pool of scrolls, and um, it, it, it sprinkles and, and spreads everywhere as uh, it spreads throughout the, the, the pool of scrolls, and they dry and crumble and crackle. Uh, and you, you notice as it kind of uh, shrinks away, this uh, sort of long sinewy uh scaly spiny fang filled creature isn't dried out by your by your powder uh and it is now uh thrashing about in this uh expanding emptiness within the uh within the the pool of scrolls and it is a lot longer than you were expecting like it's, it's a lot longer than you were expecting it to be uh and it uh it raises its uh, its head and uh, fixes you with uh, papery eyes, uh, and it coils its tail around and then shoots up towards you in anger. Oh fuck! <laughs> um, I'm kicking it. Oh, okay, all right. Uh, yeah, make, make make a. <laughs> I was I was about to Didn't say expect that. Did what you? Do, what do you do to get your bookshelf away? But oh, well, that's cooler. All right, yeah. So make, make an attack. I mean, yeah, it's launching it. I'm just gonna like kick it once it arrives it's a man oh, okay. no that's I'm what not um, uh, what, what, what are the other two are you doing in the meantime I'm still holding on to the proctor how close is this thing to an animal <laughs> I don't think it is <laughs> yeah um, nah <laughs> pretty pretty far away from being 1A <laughs> since it's made of scrolls fuck it well Mordo's gonna slash it at me Oh wow, we're all just attacking it. All right, all right. Uh, uh, Mithras, do you want to do anything other than continue to threaten the Proctor? <laughs> um, I'm going to throw a scroll at it. You're going to throw a wait. You're going to throw a scroll. <laughs> yeah, at the scroll. At monster. a monster. At a monster made of scroll. Okay, all right. Uh, do, you, po- do, you, po- do you do you have a Tinder box or something? <laughs> oh, Light the scroll on fire. <laughs> <laughs> um. I'm sure you do. If not, you can borrow Pose. Mithras rummages through Pose. Um, <laughs> Rummage through my sleeve and pull out a through a, Pose a sleeves box. and pulls out okay. yeah, a tinder box. All three of you make attack rolls. Mine was eleven. Okay, seventeen. Ten. Ten. All right. Uh, Poe po and Mithras, you guys, you guys, you guys don't manage to make it. The the, the creature. Uh, Bursts up alongside your oh. bookshelf, uh, and Mithras, you you hurl this flaming scroll that just misses entirely, and 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 Poe, you you can't can't even summon the key energy to to to, to strike a blow out at this creature. But Mordai, uh, you uh, unsheath Blightstar, and what happens next? I don't know. I'm, then I'm gonna try and <laughs> so I've stabbed her, right? I'm gonna try and direct yeah. it over me into one of the other guards on the bookshelves. All right. Okay. So you're like stabbing it and then like flinging it over your head. Yeah. Okay. 
Uh, okay, so I, I, I'm gonna, I want you to make a strength check. In the meantime, Poe and Mithras, uh, the other bookshelf of guards, has almost made its way over to you, and several of them are preparing to jump over. What do you do to repel the borders? I kind of want one. You want a what? A guard? Yeah, uh, so essentially Poe's going to ready in action. Uh-huh. Um, and it's basically as soon as he, as soon as one of them jumps on, he's going to wrestle him for his gem. Okay, all right, all right. Uh, I rolled a 15. Okay, yeah, that's fine. Uh, Mithras, what are you doing? I'm going to throw another flaming tinderbox, uh, a flaming um, scroll at the, the incoming guards now. Okay, uh, both of you make attack rolls as well. Poe, po, you want to make an attack roll? Oh, I thought you meant more dice. Oh, yeah, fucking easy. 19. Uh, 22. Oh, shit, okay. Uh, yeah, so uh, Mithras, you, you throw your, your flaming scroll uh, and Poe, uh, a, a guy jumps over and you manage to easily tackle him. Uh, what, what, what happens next? Describe to The guy uh, jumps across from his um, bookcase and like grabs on and he kind of like makes a face like oh shit I like I did it and then instantly is just harangued by a giant Kinharian guy he grabs the the gem out of uh, the hand not holding onto the bookcase and levers the other one up uh, and he drops off the, the bookcase uh, so Mithras uh, am I describing the my action yeah. oh, okay so mm-hmm. Mithras <clears throat> grabs another scroll from, from the shelf lights it on fire from the t- throws it near the bottom of the um, bookshelf that the guards are on and mm-hmm. as soon as it makes contact these things are extremely dry extremely thin it just bursts into flames and it's starting to crawl up the side of the bookshelf and these guys are wearing metal armor or they've got, they've got like silks uh, covered with little metal plates okay and um, the, the, the metal plates that they but that they um, are wearing on their legs start to start to glow, and you can start hearing the, the sound Ooh. of flesh sizzling. Jesus. <laughs> okay, to... so 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 as as one bookshelf is uh, set alight, and they and they start like diving off the side into the sea of scrolls, uh, and another uh, another bookshelf is uh, is crushed with the incoming body. Uh, of a monster made of scrolls. Uh, Poe, you affix the, the crystal to the bottom of your bookshelf and it uh, sort of sails through the air and you uh, arrive uh, collapsing in a heap at the other side of the of the, the hallway of scrolls. Uh, and uh, and the, the proctor uh, untangles himself uh, and looks out at uh, the giant dry pit of crumbled paper, the burning bookshelf, uh, the the crushed monster, uh, and uh, any any turns to you and he goes, um, I mean, I can't really argue with your results, but um, oh wow, uh, you guys really aren't welcome back in the hall in the hall of scrolls. Uh, uh, I, I I wouldn't say. Can you imagine what would have happened in the goddamn potion chamber? <laughs> <laughs> He looks right at the camera. I can't even imagine. You loved it. Uh, and so uh, he, he and he runs and he runs over to the uh, into the over to the wall. Uh, and uh, and and as he's kind of like fiddling with the runes, uh, Greg uh, is there and he's sort of like leaned over, sort of uh, leaning on his knees, and he's like, oh, "I got to say, gents, that was." Uh, 
it was quite a bit more action than I was expecting to see today. It was, ah, you guys do that often? Greg, aren't you definitely going to get fired for this? Oh, yeah, but it's fine. You know, I was I was coming up to, to quitting anyway, you know, maybe maybe go to Lofton and retire or, you know, open God, up a little bakery or something. Greg, you're not, you're not days from retirement, are you? No, no, not 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 always. Uh, several years, but we're, we're we have a smart investment plan. I've I've got a little nest egg uh, squared away, and uh, you know uh, I, I feel and, like I could. And the scroll monster eats him. Arrow flies out of nowhere. <laughs> so is the whole place on? Did I just a light set the whole place alight? No, 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 no. Oh, like okay. just that, that one bookshelf is kind of like floating and burning. It, it's yeah, yeah. Uh, what I was just got to look at the Proctor and Greg and go. Uh, I know we probably seem insane to you guys, but we're very thankful that you've decided to help us and get us this far. You don't know how important your help is to saving the world. Uh, the, the the proctor turns to you uh, and, and, he, and he says, um, well, uh, con- con- considering that uh, 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 the, the Golden Blades are, are, are looking to completely destroy uh, an entire aspect of, of Kranoth, and, and as far as I can tell, uh, uh, take it over entirely. Um, and considering everything else that's been going on down there, uh, it's really the least I can do. Um, also, my murder really uh, gave me a lot of perspective about things. Does that, eh? Yeah, yeah, I know. It, it really does. And then there's a, a stone click uh, as the door uh, slides open. Uh, 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 c- come on, the, 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 desk is, the desk is just through here. Uh, as we're walking through, Post says, "So wait, who murdered you again?" Uh, one one of the members of the Golden Blades. Oh, that's right. Was there was there like a particular reason you were asking, or that was a test? You passed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, thank goodness. Uh, and uh, you you walk through this uh, very short uh, stone corridor, but. Uh, it's kind of weird as you get to the end of it it seems to kind of uh stretch and 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 vanish around you until you find yourself in this incredibly large room like it, it's 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 so, it's so large that you can barely like see the the sides of it kind of thing um it's quite it's quite dark but there's a a pool of light in the middle uh and as you take like a just a mere few steps forward uh, you cross like a, a, a huge distance in, in only a couple of steps and you suddenly find yourself uh, on the very edges of this pool of light which is uh, probably like uh, you know how many subway sandwiches would we say here now let's do, we'll do it in meters that's easier uh, you, it's probably like six or seven meters uh, across uh, a, a fair size uh, and in the middle is what is honestly a pretty plain looking desk it, it's not really, it doesn't really seem like anything particularly special. There's like a, a, a little slope surface for writing on, and then a little shelf at the top where there's like some inkwells and stuff like that. But unfortunately, you're not alone. Rummaging through the desk is a group of tieflings in black robes trimmed with gold, and standing over them, supervising their activity, is a large figure clad in golden armor, wielding a sword of equally shining metal. And the figure turns around and he says, and that's where we're going to call it this week. <laughs> uh, thanks very much for joining us uh, this time. Uh, 
If you have any questions about the show, you can find us on Twitter. We're at for CNG Podcast. I'm at Mr. K underscore Bennett. You can also find us on Facebook, where we are for Grits and Giggles. You can also find us on iTunes, where you can leave us a five-star rating and review. Uh, like this one from MZ Rain from the USA, who says, This podcast feels like you're sitting around the table playing around a D&D with your friends. There's explanations of gameplay, but also asides and commentary. Super fun stuff. Five stars. Thanks, everyone, very much once again for joining us. Hope that you enjoyed it. Uh, until next time, stay safe. Uh, let a friend know when you get home after a late night out because, you know, you want them, you know, they, they worry about you. And may all your hits be crits.